to the Armor Man Podcast, where we focus on being Christian men, how to grow in our faith, our strengths, our brotherhood, and our community. We are your hosts, Michael and Evan. Our guest today is yet again, Kyle Kemp. Kyle. Yay! Yeah. We're back. <laughs> and we are discussing the history of Christmas and its traditions. Yes, where did it come from? Does it come from paganism? Does it come from Jesus? Is it his birthday? Like, let's get into it. Yeah, let's go. What do you want to start? What do y'all think? Where Where does Christmas come from? What do y'all think? I all I got is thoughts. Um, yeah. <laughs> um the twenty fifth. I've heard like Roman traditions and all sorts of things. Something about the sun god. Um, I know about Saint Nicholas. Um, I've heard that people think it's Jesus's birthday. Um, I don't think it was based on <laughs> based yeah. on what the bible says i think he was right. probably born more around september but yeah, yeah some, yeah, some pagan traditions thrown in there with festivals of yule time and yeah all that good stuff yeah it's kind of a mixture of a lot of things because we needed to pick something for sure, for sure. <laughs> and, right. and if, if anyone looks into the history it just it goes everywhere yeah it really yeah. does so let's get into it all right. I believe uh, school does not teach this kind of stuff, or at nah. least uh, pretty vague about it. Yeah. And that's why we just don't know. So, Christmas, St. Nicholas is kind of the guy, the the person representing. He's Santa Claus. Santa Claus. Right? Yeah. So, he is an actual real person, most likely born in 280 A.D., 280. Yes, from in the in the Asia Minor, known as Turkey. Oh, uh, yeah, I've heard of that place. Yeah, I, I yeah, think it's too. somewhere on that map. <laughs> I've, seen, I've seen it. So, St. Nicholas was a real guy, and he grew up in a wealthy family. Was was he a saint, though? He like you turned into saint. a saint. He yes. turned into a saint. Yeah, I mean, somebody declared him a saint. Okay. Which is, okay. yeah, the church. Got but it. But there's a whole whole thing about that, which is really cool. We'll get into it. Okay. So he, he, he grew up in a wealthy family. As he grew up, his parents died in a plague. So he that? inherited oh, no, a plague or the plague? It's not the a. plague because the several. plague was what, 1300s, I think? I was just thinking of the, the dates. The Black Plague? Black Plague, that was 1300s? Yeah, yeah I think so. I think. Yeah, yeah. That yeah. sounds right. I'm going to look it up. Feels right, yes. But a plague. <laughs> Please fact check me. Thank uh, you. Because <laughs> there were several plagues at the time. Even, even in his life, he'll see another one. So uh, it took his parents, and he inherited their wealth. So he was a very generous person, and he gave to the poor a lot. And in one instance, he goes, he goes by night to, to give money. He did not want to be known about this at all. He wanted right. all glory to God. He believes in God at this time. So the, the, the Black Plague was the 1300s, so it wasn't the Black Plague. Oh, no. And, Check and me we out. are in the 200s? Yeah, 200. Yeah. Uh, right at, yeah, about 290. Right okay. Now. 290 to like 300. Uh, so he, in one instance, was throwing <coughs> money in a bags into people's windows. And this specific person is, is a merchant. And he filed bankruptcy so he had no money and if you file bankruptcy and you can't pay your debts you have to sell your assets which your house yeah your nice fancy car you have to 
most likely sell your daughters. And he had three of them. Mm. So what he wanted to do is marry them quickly so he didn't have to. Because that would be the most likely thing that he would have to. Whoa, whoa. Uh, he marries them? Or no, he no, marries them off. Just making sure. The merchant had, had, Details. Uh, the merchant had three daughters. And in order to not sell those daughters, he had to marry them off. Okay. So since he was poor, filed bankruptcy, right? St. Nick at night threw a money bag to for the, for the first daughter to get married. Then... He wanted to sell his second one. Same thing. Threw money in the in the bag, in, in, in the window. And third time, the merchant stayed up waiting for this person who's throwing money. It's like and the tradition got, of staying up and waiting like the kids. <laughs> Sorry to interrupt. He, he got caught. St. Oh. Nick got caught. Santa Claus got caught. Do you yes. hear this? this he he got it caught. is possible. And he begged the merchant not to tell anybody who he was and what's happening. Okay. So he really wanted to be discreet because he wanted to give all the glory to God, which is really cool. Interesting. And in fact, one of the bags supposedly fell in a shoe or a stocking that was hanging up. That's what the that story a, says. That was a good throw. Yes. All right. I know, right? <laughs> and so this, this he had from, his hands up. This comes from the swish. Greek Orthodox. So the Greek Orthodox was telling the story. Supposedly it fell into the, to the sock. And strange. So, St. Saint, Saint Nick, eventually, becomes the same equivalent like St. Peter from the Catholic. So, yeah. it's, it's pretty pretty big deal. That's weighty. So, that happens, and he gets older, and he was going to have a whole other life. He was going to dedicate his life to another ministry somewhere else. He wasn't even going to be who he is now. But he didn't. God called him. To go back to Turkey for some reason he didn't know. So, on his way back into his hometown from whatever he was facing, uh, he did not know that a bishop in that area died. So, as soon as he got in, he was going to go to church. He's going to figure out what God wanted him to do. A bishop died. He did not know it. But one of the church leaders had a dream that night, the night before church saying the first person coming into your church will be the next bishop, and his name is going to be Nicholas. Well, <laughs> St. Nick, supposedly, which is not a saint yet, but uh, his habits was to fast before going to church and be early every time. So he came in early. The leader said, I had a dream that you were going to be the bishop. So will you be the bishop? Well, he hesitated. He hesitated. He did not want to be the bishop at first because the Romans were prosecuting Christians pretty heavily. So they're confiscating scripture, they're arresting leaders, and they're pretty much going to kill him. Well, he decided to do it anyway. It took him a little while, but he decided to do it anyway. Well, he got arrested anyway. It's crazy. He got arrested. He was going to be killed. But another plague, this is, I'm, I'm assuming he's like in his like 20s. At this point, uh, another plague hit in the uh, Caesar at the time got plagued. He even got like an intestinal disease. And so he was scared and he stepped down. He thought he was going to die. So he stepped down. And then even Constantine 
um, released him. They were all going to bring their troops in and they were going to pray to their son God and all mm. these other things. But uh, St. Nick and all the Christians were praying and they got plagued and all this stuff. So he got released and now he's going about. And uh, here we are. Died. Shouldn't know him. Killed, arrested. Roman Empire, he got released. And now Nicholas had a reputation of fighting against corrupt politicians. Now, as a bishop being released from prison, he's going to go ape, right, <laughs> on corrupt politicians. And he's calling out everybody. Oh, dang. So the first meeting of Christian leadership history gathered in 325 AD. Does that mean he made his list? And he checked oh, in twice. That's exactly uh, yes. where that's going. That's exactly oh, where man. that's going. Good catch. <laughs> Good catch. So here's 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 right into it right here at 325 AD. Uh, the Christians gather to write the Nicene Creed. I'm pretty sure I'm butchering that. I think it's Nicene. Nicene. Yes. Think, yeah. Uh, this was to settle heresy and to establish who Jesus was and stuff like that. And they're all going to talk about their, their thoughts. Well, there was a guy named Arius who was saying that Jesus was not God and all this stuff. He's, he's creating his own deal. Well, Nicholas is now so upset at Arius that he slaps him in the face in this meeting. <laughs> You got Will Smith back? Yes, Will Smith. <laughs> oh, up no. In front of everybody. That's a mic drop right there. Wow. So even uh, at the time, Nicholas even exposed a Roman governor for his immoral acts. And the Roman governor said, there's no way that you should know about my immoral acts. So he uh, pretty much begged to be prayed over by Nicholas. And pretty much, I, I'm assuming, accepted Christ by him. So uh, Nicholas was very well known of exposing corruptness in the Romans. So therefore, you better not be corrupt. You better be nice. Better not better be not naughty. Be yes. Oh, I watch love out. this. You right. Better, you better watch out. You better not cry. Wait. So going back, was he? It was actually in front of everyone. He was slapped. Yep. Oh wow. In front of everybody. <laughs> yes. And I actually have notes um, on the article that is now translated into English uh, and it accounts that. So it's really cool. <laughs> we will put that on the show notes. Like, um, I'm think I'm just thinking of like, what are those people called? Like the people that do the typing in the law room? Like yeah. <laughs> the sonographer? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Sonographer. I'm picturing like it, it's saying like what it says and like just a dot, dot, dot. Um, Will Smith's Ari- <laughs> Arius was slapped by Nick, dot, dot, dot. And then the talking continues. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's exactly how I'm picturing it. <laughs> oh my gosh, Nicholas that is had so amazing! An attitude. Say he that was, again. He had an attitude. He Nick, was, Nicholas did. Yes, he was okay. He was a feisty. Santa Claus was pretty feisty. Yeah, it was crazy. Let me get some. Santa Claus could shoot a shot. Um, like he could shoot a three into a stocking, and he yeah, sla- really? he slapped people. <laughs> yeah, Santa Claus is. Uh, I'm learning a lot. <laughs> yeah. We could all take notes from him, right? Yeah, I don't know about the feistiness. Huh? <laughs> I don't need it. He might be deemed on his naughty list for doing the exact same thing. Oof, yeah. <laughs> Is, does slapping people get you on the naughty list? Now I am not sure. Was Sounds like if you do it for a good reason, then it's good. 
Uh, yeah. I, I, do we get clarification on this? I don't know. <laughs> the mystery continues. I'm not slapping nobody. I'm trying to stay on, on that nice list. I'm trying to find where he became a saint at one point because the church just declared him a saint. Maybe uh, while he became bishop. You know what I'm thinking? I'm actually thinking that's the punishment for being on the naughty list. You get slapped. Like this, I don't know where this coal <laughs> came in. Like, oh, send, coal, coal send, does come in. Okay, good. In a little bit, but not. Oh, that's amazing. This is later in life. Okay. This is, I mean, later in, in, in history. Okay, I'm starting so to think that is... it was chalk in his hand. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. Oh my gosh. <laughs> There's a movie that I'm totally trying to remember. Um, Oh, it's um this movie where there's a pimp and he like has someone put chalk on his or baby powder on his hands. Oh slept. yeah, yeah, that's the, uh, um what the heck is that movie called? Was that high school? No, it's not high school high. It's a uh, how high? Was it with the, with uh, Method Man, Red yeah. Man, and the, uh, yes, yeah, yeah. you know what it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh my gosh, I forgot that that was that movie. Yes, yeah, yeah. yes. <laughs> how high? Not a Christian movie. Don't <laughs> definitely. <laughs> Definitely not a Christian movie by any sense of the word. <laughs> oh, and uh, he got released from prison right before all this. Nicholas. Uh, Nicholas, yeah, from, you know, before he, he did all that uh, because Constantine accepted Christ and declared Christianity a Roman okay. uh, religion. So that was pretty cool. He Nicholas made a lot of, like, fire and brimstone uh preaching and a lot of people after his preaching uh tore down the statues of the gods so really cool stuff so successful yeah successful fire and brimstone preaching not not usually what you hear of fire and brimstone right yeah so he he also did he, he prayed and a lot of things happened after he prayed and so even the sailors said that you know he's god's actually working through him um so he died in 343 AD in December. December, December 6th. 6th. He's 60-something yes. years old. So uh, a lot of people were very sad. It was, <laughs> it was known as St. Nicholas Day from then on, right? Yes, and then it was like Saints Day, a lot of like to, yeah. to remember all the other saints as well. In that but in remembrance of them, they would uh, give each other presents to all the good kids right right yes in the turkish town yes yeah all the good kids but the bad kids didn't get anything just yet. right right but then who who says they're good i don't know so actually you don't hear too much of anything after he dies other than the fifth century church was uh built in myra which is where he was uh bishop as uh and that was in yeah the fifth century and then you don't really hear anything until 988 AD where the Russians converted to East, Eastern Orthodox Christianity and adopted Nicholas as their patron saint of Russia. Which is really cool. Interesting. And that was in the 11th century. And then the Islamics uh, were destroying and killing a lot of Christian in the town of Barry. Is that in Turkey, I'm assuming? The, the, they shipped the remains of Nicholas to the town of Barry. But they started doing a lot of damage and killing people in 
I guess wherever he's from. This went from laughter to yeah. sad really fast. So <laughs> it looks like the, the, the Muslims were killing them off and they had to flee and Pope Urban dictated the church. Um, they had to move their church. So that spread in St. Nicholas, the Christmas, whatever. Yeah. Um, even further from the, like into the, to the world. So a lot to more people started to hear about this a lot more. So thank you Muslims for whatever you did. <laughs> I don't know. Thank you. But not thank you. Unintentional consequences. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's funny though. Like when, so a lot of times when people get persecuted, um, like it spreads things cause they flee and they go all over the place. They just scatter. Yeah. That's what happened in acts. Yeah. And they called them, I think around that time they gave them, they gave them a different name. Something, something Claus. It almost sounds like Santa Claus, but it was like the, that's the Dutch. Uh, the Dutch did a, that. Yes, a little bit further down. Are you talking about the Russians or the the, the, Russians. the Russians? The Russians gave him his first name. Santa. No, not Santa. Santa came from something. Or else. Nicholas. Nicholas. He had his they, name. They gave prior. him right. They gave him a name that sounded like Saint. Uh, Santa Claus. Hmm, I can't remember. I can't remember the first word, but the 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 second word was definitely Claus. That's that's a yeah. The nine eighty eight. The Russians adopted uh, into the the Christianity and yeah. then Nicholas, and then eleventh century Muslim jihad terrorists um, hit the Turks and invaded Regi- uh, Asia Minor killing Christians and destroying churches. They also demolished and desecrated the graves of Christian saints. So that's why they had to move his, all his other stuff, remains or whatever, away. But I don't see anything, I mean, I could be wrong. It's just not here. But anyway, very cool stuff. Let me go down further. If you have any notes, I'm guessing you're researching. Yeah, I'm going to go look for whatever that first word is. 1223 looks like the gift giving and Christmas season uh, was pretty popular in France. Started going over there. France created the first crochet or nativity scene. Oh, that's cool. That was really cool stuff. And then apparently Martin Luther did not like this tradition, Christmas saint's day and wanted to move it or not even even have it at all because it's not focusing on jesus uh kind of see that right i could see it and then he even put it to moving it to december 25th which to me that doesn't make any sense if he didn't want that The German pronunciation of Christ Child was Christ Kindle, which you would pronounce Chris Crindle. Aha! Uh-huh. All right. That's starting to make a little bit more sense now. Let me see. And then there's actually a prophecy that comes from this. You'll, you'll hear a little bit more. The, the Catholic Church uh, put it that Jesus is coming at the end of times on a white horse. Mm-hmm. So they put Santa coming on a white horse. All the saints will be coming with him on that. So they're going to be like, you know what? 
Santa, or sorry, not Santa yet, but Nicholas will be riding on a white horse. So therefore he's riding on a white horse and that's going to be at the end, end of the world. That's judgment. But Nicholas is coming back once a year for a mini judgment. Therefore good and nice and, you know, good, bad kids. So what did you say this was? This was Catholic prophecy or this was... This is Catholic saying that this prophecy is going to go with St. Nick. And St. Nick is going to come back once a year. Where did that come from? I have no clue. But that's where they started getting that from. Very interesting. So the the only thing that I could see that at this point is paganish is now the Scandinavians, they didn't really have too many horses, but they did have reindeer, or what we know as reindeer. So then they put their culture into it a little bit. So that's where we see instead of the flying horse it's a flying reindeer okay (laughs) i don't think it was flying at that point though right no it was because we're talking about judgment Um, horses when jesus comes back like yeah yeah on the uh the 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 flying white horse yeah yeah yeah. so got it i'm I'm with you now at at this point now (laughs) the the angels are turning into elves now this is starting to come a little little fishy here why would they become elves that might be a little paganish. I believe, uh, I think Norse believe that there's going to be fairies and elves roaming around too, I think. That would be the Celts. The Celts, okay. I don't know too much about the Celts. Fairies and fairies and gnomes and all that good stuff and sprites. What's a sprite? Um, like not the dragon. Very similar to an, uh, uh, what we know as a fairy, but yeah. Interesting. So, saints came from heaven. So, heaven, New Jerusalem, celestial city, turned into the North Pole. And that's where North Pole comes from, is the idea of this New Jerusalem. Interesting. I don't see how that's... that's there is a so much to this. Oh, my gosh. Uh, Just trying to find the name that I was talking about. It There's a whole history in Russia about... Father Christmas and Saint Nicholas and everything that they freaking had. <laughs> yeah, there's again, uh, the whole history of Russia. <laughs> the, what yeah. I'm reading is like huge stretches of time. So if you go into these countries and you look into their way, I'm sure they have their own writing. So they'll put their own culture into these stories. That's exactly what this is. They used to call him Father Christmas. And then they had something else that they called Grandfather Frost and uh, right. Dead Miraz, and then they blurred the two together, making him Saint Nicholas, Father Christmas. Um, he wore blue cloaks and and had all the big fluffy right That's stuff what the and Russians the robes, were yeah, and the the red hat, the red stocking hat, and the big magic pole. Oh, um, oh, don't get there yet. That's actually that's that's Dutch. Oh, you're skipping. No, that's 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 the Russia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dutch had the exact same thing, but so the original, (laughs) the original is is the Catholics, right? He was a bishop. He's in this this Greek uh, Orthodox, right? He looked like a bishop. He had the bishop robe and stuff like that. That's the original 
him coming. Wait, wait, wait. So go back. You said Catholic, and then you said Greek, Greek Orthodox. Right. They're like hand. They're they're separate, but they're in the same time. They're having the same uh, influence on stories. Wait, and, but my I okay. So I, I guess my question is more so: was was he Greek Orthodox or was he Catholic? He's, Which, he's Greek Orthodox. Okay. Catholics like you know they. They're, they're very, right there. They're very similar. Yeah, I, I was just curious. Like, I was, I would assume he wouldn't be a bishop for both because I don't think either no. of them would stand for that. Awkward. No, that's uh, <laughs> right. <laughs> Do you want to be our bishop too? Oh, <laughs> I already got asked by the <laughs> the Orthodox. That is a Christmas get together. I do not want to be at. <laughs> oh, man. So. Even after Martin Luther declaring that it's not really focused on Jesus, it starts to die down a little bit. But then years later, Dutch pick it up. Dutch has made such a huge influence over time that they started putting a hat on him, wearing black boots, uh, leather belt, like what you actually see now. The weird thing is that he's carrying a pipe with him. Mm-hmm. wherever he goes so that's a magical pipe that gets him in and out of chimneys uh makes him go faster and to all these other rooftops and but, stuff like that it's that's really so cool. interesting i was just thinking he took up a smoking habit <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> santa claus is tired man he's, he's <laughs> trying to get a cigarette and he's getting his pipe and he's, no, it sure was a magic pipe right? <laughs> <laughs> oh man that could go so many ways <laughs> yeah oh boy the, the what the time period was this this is starting to be the, the late teens, uh 18th century Late 18th century to the 19th century. So you're looking at okay. 1790s. You skipped a step. There's there's a whole bunch. Yeah. Early, down early 18th century. Uh, uh, or maybe I got it, the, the century is wrong again. Uh, 1822. A poem was written uh, tying uh, Santa Claus to everything. Uh, rebirthing and giving St. Nicholas the name Santa Claus. I got the Dutch called St. Nicholas, St. Nicholas, which is center clause, which is Santa Claus. Yeah. That's how it's, but that's, oh, okay. They didn't put a time frame on this one. Hmm. They jumped from 1664 to 1809 on the next. Okay. So I jumped a a little ahead. So no, no, you're right. You're, you're, we're right there. The Dutch picking it up. They're starting to put their own words in and their own culture into it and then very soon after i did i don't have who wrote that poem but very soon after somebody named moore um rewrote that poem and used the term santa claus with all of the the magic reindeer flying and all everything that we know today oh yeah um uh, they, they made a santa huge claus. huge influence and even living in new york was washington Irving. Uh, irving Sorry, I'm totally butchered that. Irving, the author of Legend of Sleepy Hollow and Rip Von Winkle. Rip, Rip Van Winkle. He coined the name for New York as Gotham City. <laughs> Did not know that. Uh, Irving also wrote Knickerbocker, a history of New York in 1809. Yeah. In it, he describes St. Nicholas visiting once a year, but no longer wearing a bishop's outfit, but a typical Dutch outfit, a long trunk hose. Don't know what that is. Leather belt, boots, hats, and a pipe. 
He's starting to put some pieces together. I totally did not think we were going to talk about the New York Knickerbockers here. <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> Long really trunk really hose. Are... Did you say you have no idea? That's a basketball no. conversation. The New York Knicks. Okay. Long yeah. long trunk hose are the uh, fluffy pants that that guys typically wore, where like baggy. fluffy fluffy and baggy at the top, and then they get tucked into the boots. Oh, okay. So it's like real thin and slim at the at the boots. Cool. My first thought went to MC Hammer. <laughs> yeah, that, it it looks like is MC, it? Yes. Oh, it man. looks like MC Hammer pants tucked into you boots. Know, yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna think of Santa Claus doing <laughs> doing the can't touch this yes. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> from now on. That's <laughs> oh, that's fun. <laughs> that is amazing. <laughs> <laughs> that's a commercial idea oh, right there. there. Someone's right there. gonna steal. Oh, okay. Oh wow. <laughs> Those are really tucked into the socks. Those are really tucked People in. People still wear that. I'm sorry for them. <laughs> you have to go to these festivals, these medieval medieval festivals, and you know, even I've seen at uh, a bar down here in Round Rock. People wear that. Interesting. I, uh, yeah, I, the Ren really the Ren fairs, the Renaissance fairs, and whatnot. Yeah. yeah. I've seen people without just in Round Rock, <laughs> just just out <laughs> out on the town. Just, yeah. Yeah, all right. It's Friday night for you. <laughs> so he further wrote uh, that Nicholas is coming to this city, this New York. Where's that magical place? Jolly. <laughs> He's writing Jolly on the treetops and rooftops, drawing forth magnificent presents from his pockets, dropping them into chimneys. Um, one night a year on going down chimneys, he would twinkle his nose and he'd go in and out of chimneys. He lit up a pipe. Somehow did the exact same thing. That's kind of weird. Sounds like the Macy story. He yeah. had multiple ways of getting into your house. He's yeah. experienced <laughs> at breaking in. <laughs> There's a painting of him riding in his wagon. And that's he, he talks about his wagon too. Looking back and winking. Um, so that comes from the Dutch. That looks like a That sounds painting. like Coca-Cola. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's in the early 1900s. Coca-Cola asked to uh, paint Santa Claus with a Coca-Cola drink in it. I was totally kidding. <laughs> Same, yeah. And that, that was, uh, wow, so you were kidding. That's and marketing. Like, Hold on. <laughs> there, yeah. We got it right. Dead on the money. So, wow. I mean, you'll see it market more. Uh, in the 1800s, you'll see Christmas trees starting to become popular because of the English queen at the time, uh, Queen Victoria, and some, I think it was a German prince, I think it was her husband or something like that, uh, started decorating trees, and then their people do it in their own homes. So mm-hmm. they, that made them popular. Uh, so I think, cool. we, I think we skipped over like... Wait long ago. You'll, like you'll why, why December twenty fifth? So so yes. that's that's the, we'll, we'll get to it. You get okay. Okay. Uh, where does where does trees come from? Where does December twenty yeah. fifth come in? Uh, where does stockings come in? You know all this stuff. We'll we'll start to figure out what's happening. So let's go Christmas caroling. Apparently Christmas oh, caroling. Yeah. Uh, a lot of people say that that's come from pagan roots and. I think singing overall, I mean, is in every culture. So it's kind of hard to say it comes from pagan roots. I mean, yeah. Do, do we have 
do we have an origin story or it's just no hearsay? Yeah, it's just hearsay. I think uh. people create music and they just want to spread the, the joy and get something to do. Uh, yeah, I think you're I so. think you're right there. That one's a that one's a hard one to prove came from pagans, but I mean it came from pagans because why wouldn't it come from pagans? The whole friggin' origination of everything we stole came from pagans. Oh. All that, right. The only, <laughs> the, the only the argument Yule, I would say is stuff, because the time of year. cultures will always have singing of whatever they worship. Well, that's what I'm saying. That whole thing. time of year, that everything that we 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 took, right, to to introduce Christianity further into the communities and all that good stuff, and we tied it to Christ and, and, and mm-hmm. we kind of briefly mentioned that that all came yeah, from a lot of pagan culture. Um, so it only makes sense that it came from pagan culture. Yeah, I mean, it. it doesn't mean that we also didn't sing and other people didn't sing. It just means yeah. that probably the going and, and going into to different houses and the act of caroling that we know it probably came from those roots as well. Probably. In theory. In theory. Okay. Let's, we'll get into it. I want to wrap <laughs> it up real quick. So with all this history, you know, there's so much more that I, I didn't say. But with all the history, we should focus on this St. Nick yeah. of Jesus. He wanted to give the glory to Jesus only. He went into ministry knowing that he could be arrested and murdered. And he did it anyway. He stood for the Trinity, going back to that that meeting mm-hmm. um, he stood for the training and that that's what they really try to get down to um, he he preached against sexually immoral pagan temples he preached against them he confronted corrupt politicians and he was very generous and he wanted to do it anonymously so overall this anonymously guy, and in the name of Jesus and in the yeah. name of Jesus yeah so this guy was very seems like godly Christian Bishop. So I love it. Good guy. Seems like I'm all about it. It was pretty cool. And then, uh, we played the telephone game for a long time and came up with Christmas now. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Like you said, with the, with the, with the Russians, they put their own stuff into it. Um, the Dutch put their own stuff into it. And now it's Christmas. Now that we have Uh the internet and telecommunications and, the game of telephone we <laughs> have this hodgepodge story that uh came from many many different roots with a jelly old yeah. fat man that brings joy to kids i guess so breaks into people's homes and yeah leaves <laughs> presents watches hopefully. you while you're sleeping make sure that you're sleeping right knows yeah. when you're awake yeah, apparently he'll kidnap you. <laughs> did you go so into? Did, wait, did no, you? there's a whole story behind that too. I'm saying, did you go into? You didn't go into that. No, yet. I will leave show notes. Okay, and <laughs> they could look into it if they want. Kind of cool. I don't think but. we want that kind of content. Watching people sleeping and whatnot. I don't. <laughs> we we wanted a lot of content that I'm not so sure we, want. we were talking about how high at one point. Who did that? So what I'm reading from is easy to read, and if you want to get into it, get into it. It's about halfway yeah. down of the kidnapping of children. So anyway, let's. <laughs> I love how you just plugged that. Let's, just, let's, let's if you want to read it? Go ahead. It's just a kid getting it's kidnapped. Just kid getting kidnapped. All right, <laughs> not not Krampus, but what's the next topic? <laughs> uh, or the next part of the topic? 
Let's get into uh, yeah. where does December twenty fifth come in? Yeah, where where does it come in? Uh, so it is talked about pretty early on. Yeah, uh, two hundred A.D. is the earliest written manuscript that we could find. Right of the leaders, Christian leaders, discussing when did Jesus was born, and so the Jewish. I want to say the actual thing. It's not what they actually believe, but it's twisted a little bit. Is their their thought is that a prophet dying is the day that they were born. Hmm. So, okay. going I back to that. them being uh, conceived would be nine months later, and Jesus supposedly died on March twenty fifth. Nine months before that was December twenty fifth. But with the church leaders, they they really try to do math on. The date, the genealogy. Um, I have two theories that they they tried to come up with. Two two different ways that they tried to get into it. And one is called canon. They calculated the Passovers um, and doing the math, backtracking. Uh, confusion though on the word of Genesis that they used. They used our term of Genesis, but in the Greek, um, they can't figure out what they meant by it, either their birth or conception. So if it was birth, and I think it would have been like April or something like that, but since it's the conception, they believe it might be end of fall, early winter. I think you were saying something September, I think yeah. you said. Yeah, that's, that's what they yeah. believe. Okay. But then somehow December 25th would be that day. Right. Very weird. Very weird. Kind of. I just think that they knew somebody special was going to be born on that day yeah, eventually. Right. eventually eventually and here i am yeah, right? <laughs> right? yeah. you were born on christmas yeah. that's pretty cool I, completely I like kidding it. yeah oh yeah <laughs> but yes i was born on christmas but no um a lot of things happened on uh the 25th of december way back then yeah a lot um, of them it was it was special in many religions and many cultures and whatnot so it i think Time-wise, it was fitting to select that day. They had to choose a day, right, right. to to yeah. celebrate it. Um, and why not choose a day where there was all, already celebrations happening? And in, in context, too, there was uh, pagan gods that the Romans did worship. Yeah, some of whom were worshipped on the the winter solstice time, Yule. which was Yule, yeah, around December twentieth to about twenty third, I believe on a couple of websites I've I've seen but they were trying to debunk them yep. and put in Christianity yep so they did try to do the math there's one called Chronicon which uses the Bible to count the years from creation uh, to the present day of that time which is 235 CE counting the length of time between the Passovers which real quick it just got, it got messy. That's gonna get messy. <laughs> That's, That's gonna get real. A lot of a lot of messy. years, a lot of history. They're just it got messy. Uh, like I think it was shortly after they published that type of theory. Like I think two or three years, it got it got messy real quick, and they couldn't do it. So there was multiple. You know, they're trying to do math right. on it. And I think they're <laughs> kind of close. They're two thirty five CE. They're about a hundred and what fifty years, kind of late. From Jesus' death, so they're pretty close. 
So maybe they're kind of accurate. But December 25th is still kind of up in the air when it wait, wait, got so originated. What, what were they pretty close on? Like, So they're trying to figure out from the Passover. They believe that Jesus died on the Passover and that supposedly from the Jews that the prophets died on their birth. Well, they're trying to go back to when he got conceived. That's when his genesis began, hmm. which is... Genesis means begin. So, so is that just Jewish tradition then that they're pulling that from? So Jewish tradition is that they they believe that they die on their um, their birthday. Right. But it got kind of twisted. Their birthday is the day that they die because Supposedly. when they die they get reborn in heaven and and right. Yeah. So I think it got kind of twisted onto the to the thinking of it of the Romans and the Jews trying to figure out when that happens. So. I Kind of misconception there, mis miscommunication yeah. on that part because the Jews don't believe that. Supposedly, I don't know. interesting. <laughs> but December twenty fifth, they just said, "Hey, this is it." Because Constantine, I believe, uh, actually Pope, the Pope declared it. Pope Julius the first declared that it's Christmas. Right. So they were all do they were doing all this math and trying to figure it out, and this Pope was just like, "Yep, twenty fifth, yeah, yeah, let's go, December twenty fifth, got it, <laughs> figured it out." Yeah, because Yule already was December twenty third, and yeah. they were already having celebrations around that time, and some of those celebrations were very familiar to what we have today. the The family get-togethers and big dinners and giving of gifts, and um, I think we're going to talk about some of the other stuff later, so I'm not going to mention those yet. Um, but I mean, it, they were already doing those things, uh, in celebration of things like the sun God, um, in, in Greek culture, Mithra and, and stuff like that. So, um, I think it was an easy, an easy answer to allow for a celebration to happen without per- persecution and all that good stuff. And, and, in doing so, everybody's celebrating, and then things will be blended, as we've seen through this whole story. Um, and eventually, the truer thing wins, or at least one thing wins. Um, thing wins. Yeah. yeah. Or uh, the the more powerful army. Or... It, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, you know, the the more powerful message and, and things they they yeah. do end up winning. And in our right. case, it was Christ. And yeah. It won. Sure. Yeah, it's really hard to debunk Jesus yeah. when you're so close to his apostles spreading out and all, all the stuff, all the all the facts about him. Yeah, it's really hard to debunk those. But it was easy to do their gods. So I think they were just, you know, let's just ditch that and pick this up type thing because they couldn't debunk it. And I think it's true. I think it's really important to to also say that you know we're, we're not cele- really celebrating the birth of Christ, but we are celebrating Christ. Yeah, like it's it's not his birthday. Like it's no, easy right. to say no. that and have a reason for it's no it. Longer but it in the, it's, it's no, not, yeah, no longer. But it's nowhere in the Bible. Exactly, where it says Jesus is born on this day. Yeah, but that, uh, but it is to celebrate him and the birth of yeah. him and all that good stuff. So it, that, and there, people really tried to narrow it down on that day. I think they maybe overthought it. Like we could all overthink some things and oh, say, "Hey," yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, th- and that's what they were doing in the Old Testament to the New Testament. They're like, "All right, the Messiah is going to come on this year on around this time," and, all, and it's like, just 
don't don't think about it. Right. It, it'll happen, okay? It'll happen. <laughs> but uh, you know, we're like you said, we're we're celebrating Jesus. Yeah. Not saying, hey, this is his birthday, which kind of tied into it. But don't focus on that. Focus on well. There, right. there's. I will say, there's definitely some people that think that it is Jesus' birthday. That's I always thought that. Yeah, I was gonna say that's a highly common misconception. Celebrating the think. birth doesn't mean it's a birthday. I mean Oh I, I I'm aware of that, <laughs> yeah. but I'm I'm saying like so many people do because I don't think people yeah. do that. Explain that. But I think if you think about it like logically, like what do we celebrate when we celebrate our birthdays? We're celebrating our birth on our birthday. So yeah. it, it makes sense to come up to come to that conclusion. Well, I'm glad you guys have celebrated your birthdays. <laughs> I, for one, have never celebrated my birthday. Oh, <laughs> Sorry to hear that. That's no, all good. <laughs> I was say, I'd love to celebrate your birthday with you, but I won't be here. I'll be in a magical place called New York. <laughs> so where, that's, that's an open thing. That's, that's an open debate. And I think we should not focus on that it's his birthday, right? We, we've kind of already talked about that. Yeah, exactly. Where does, I, I don't think that that's something we should... Um, where does Christmas trees come in? Christmas trees. Yes, yeah. Christmas trees. So that lovely time of year that I was talking about, Yule, um, one of the things that they did during that time um, was celebration of uh, the God of Harvest, the, the, the Greek God, and I forget his name at the moment, but uh, they would bring in the uh, evergreen trees into their home to... Um, sim- symbolize life yes. during that time of year. Because why would it symbolize life? Uh, because they were evergreen. <laughs> they're evergreen even in the most even in the most drastic winter. They're still craziest green. winter um, and, and freezing temperatures, and even cutting them down and pulling it, them into your home, they they stay green. Yeah. Uh, for uh, a good long period of time, uh, unlike other plants and whatnot. Yeah. So what they do with that tree? They just. Uh, just do you want to get tree. into that now? Because that's my favorite. I don't know. It just yeah. I do. I definitely why, do. Why would they bring a, a tree into their home just because it's green? Because well, it's it's great to start fires. <laughs> 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 Works perfectly. <laughs> Someone convinced them of that just to try and get their house to go on fire. <laughs> <laughs> that's my theory well in in so the the pagans that believed in yule they wouldn't do anything they they didn't do anything but when uh when we took it and and started to um uh, bring it into our culture the, the christian culture uh we decorated it mm-hmm. with apples apples and apples, uh to celebrate the garden of eden yes yes and then those shiny red apples turned into shiny red balls right yeah that's that's a little bit later when when they do the balls and 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 then companies started making glass ornaments and yeah. all wooden ornaments and stuff like that i think that was probably marketing 19th, yeah, 19th marketing, century yeah. and stuff like that but yeah the apples i, I believe it was a uh a play when it they they did it with a play but the mm-hmm. green tree represented the garden of eden and the apples obviously the fruit yeah the forbidden fruit but uh yeah very very interesting even hosea 14 8 says i am like an evergreen cypress from me comes your fruit so i mean you could kind of tie it in and say hey scripture does say it i want to say that 
originated from, but I can, you can still use it. I say you can still use it. I don't have any history, uh, Christian history on the tree, so I, I mean, open discussion on that one. Ever evergreens are traditionally seen as life. Like, yeah, I, I mean, yeah, because yeah. they last a long time. It's mostly there. pagan stuff, but I mean. It's a symbol of life, and and we have the apples and all that good stuff as a symbol of the the garden and whatnot. It it makes sense, and it, I mean, what we're doing is glorifying God with it. I, I, so, yeah, what, what are your wonderful. thoughts as if it did come from a pagan root? If it did, um, let's say if it did. Let's just give it thought. If it did, I mean, I say so. What? I would like it less. <laughs> but you could bit, still yeah. you could still uh, acknowledge Jesus as in he's like an everlasting green tree. Yeah. Yeah, well, I I mean I personally I have all kinds of views on that. Uh where I mean all religions are kind of the same misconstrued and we finally landed on uh, the, the, the right one, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> for for lack of better words and getting super deep into it. Um, but uh, I, I mean, eventually they got it right uh, when, when, you know, he came and, and was able to set stuff straight and all that good stuff. And I, I don't see everything pagan is bad i mean just because it came from a pagan doesn't mean it's bad if that makes sense i mean i I would say that if it comes from a pagan place and you put it into uh christianity i say it's not bad if you're focused on the right thing it's easy to focus on the wrong thing yeah i think as as people we tend to distort um certain things like I don't think we should have but we did and maybe we could focus on Jesus uh, being everlasting absolutely to more uh, than the tree as long as we're glorifying God with it yes the that's that's exactly where I was trying to go with that thank you Um, but yeah just because it came from a pagan place uh, doesn't mean it's not glorifying God I think Um, you have to I think I think you have to move your heart into the right place yeah yeah but it's really easy to not do that right especially all this marketing and all this worldly secular (laughs) stuff to it so commercialism is so bad (laughs) you put christmas on it you could charge another five dollars on it you know so (sighs) (laughs) oh man hey i didn't work in marketing i promise what about the mistletoe you think it's kind of the same thing that i do not have any knowledge about i i don't know anything about that i got a little bit of knowledge but it's not good so (laughs) (laughs) it's not good it's all right it it, there's the norse the norse uh had it in their home it has parasites on it and it helps like clean certain things like good parasites no well kind of but that was from the 11th century but the romans back in the second century, also had a mistletoe. They used it for romance. But why would you put it into Christianity? I have no clue. 
I don't think I don't think it's a part of Christianity. I don't, I don't think so either. I think it's part of the marketing of Christmas. Yeah, I think it's totally 100% marketing and commercialization yeah. and the 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 TV culture and all that good stuff. I even if it was a part of what we know of Christmas is today, um like I I wouldn't know how it glorifies God. Like I don't see how it is either. Hey, you strange woman standing under this leaf i'm going to kiss you now unless uh, it's your wife or something but even then it's like that <laughs> do you need still an excuse to yeah, kiss your yeah, wife you <laughs> it still That's doesn't glorify god yeah. yeah it doesn't make sense to me that that one that Throw one's that not away. a tradition i've had ever okay. i've never followed that one yeah i've never i don't even think i've seen it really i've i've seen it I've, yeah I don't know if it's ever been like used. I, I've seen it. We've had it in different places that I've been. We need to start asking questions of like, where did this come from? Yeah. You know? <laughs> just like a kid in a candy store or not even a candy store, but just a kid. There's a, what's that? Yeah. What's, what's that? that? What's that? Where did that come a four from? Four year old. Yeah. I could do that. Sure. You'd be like, you know what? I don't know. Let me go look it up real quick. Where do, where do lights come from? Where do these decorating your Christmas Bent tree with, with, with lights, <laughs> I was I mean, gonna God, snap Jesus in and go, Ben Franklin. <laughs> I really hope they weren't putting lights on Christmas trees way back when, because the only source they of light candles. They had, was candles. <laughs> they had they had candles, and they would uh, go up to the Christmas tree once it had apples and stuff, and it'd be the like the star. It would represent the star. So it would go on top. No, you would just hold it. Oh, okay. You would just, just hold it. It would shine off of the apples and whatnot. Yeah, kind of weird. But I then you decided to put. It lights on it and you put a star on top anyway so yeah well now we have contained lights that aren't candles <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> down the place. so yeah that's what i got is that okay that's, that's what i got it's uh a lot of a lot of hours studying <laughs> for that that is but it was good a crazy like a lot i feel very knowledgeable about the christmas story now like it's it's kind of cool like um just all of it <laughs> yeah saint nick i mean to me that that represents a lot of really good stuff um mm-hmm. santa claus i don't think uh is necessarily bad i think we focus on him too much i think martin luther kind of had a good point on focusing on this saint nicholas and him coming for the yeah. presence and not saying jesus gives us the ultimate gift right um, mm-hmm. so I mean, even St. Nicholas said it himself. He doesn't want anybody to know it was him, which yeah. is why ultimately, like, this whole perception of nobody seeing him and nobody able to see him. And, like, we're not supposed to focus on him. But yeah. yet we focus on him because we can't focus on him. Right. Like, it's freaking goofy. Yeah, so but, I think, yeah. I think so many of the things that happen on Christmas is, like, it's like, what happens on Christmas? Like, there's so much focus on family. Family, good thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but then there's focus on the presence. There's focus on the time off. There's You're focused on everything else. And it's like, is is Jesus in there? And that's, I think, are you, are you focused on Jesus? I think as, as Christians, even today, I think we do a really good job on Christmas Eve. I just don't think we do a good job on Christmas day. What are you guys doing for Christmas this year? Church. I think they have a thing on Christmas. I think Christmas lands on Sunday, doesn't it? It does. You ruined it. You ruined it. That was mine. I do not. (laughs) As, as a kid, I was, I grew up like a, like a only child. And so my parents would stare at me when I opened presents. <laughs> oh, yeah. And it was like, it's really I don't exciting. like that attention. Yeah. So now as an adult, and I just don't, I'm not into it. 
No, you don't stare at your daughter. No, I, I, get, I get some gifts to my, my nieces and, and nephews. Um, but other than that, I'm like, all right, let's move on. It's But you've got focus. a kid now. Yes, now i got to change my way of thinking. Yeah. Now so. you get to stare at her. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But we got, I think we have to really emphasize Jesus. Yeah. I mean, now that it's, it's really well known as this marketing thing of Santa Claus mm-hmm. and Santa Claus is doing this and, or your parents are doing this or whatever that case is. I think we not only just emphasize, but really extravagantly emphasize. So, so then Jesus. I think in, in that, in that case, um, so we just talked about you having a kid. So now what about, what do you tell your kids about uh, Christmas? What? This is good. This is really good. Our our pastor at um, Hutto tells his kids that Santa is not real from the beginning. He does not want to. He says he does not want to lie to his kids. And as they grow up, you want to come with with truth to them. Now, he does not say that should be for everybody. Um, so I like the idea. But at the same time. I don't want her going to school and telling all these kids that <laughs> you don't want her house. to be the one. Yeah. Right. I, I think, I think I've just decided tonight that, um, my kid, I'm going to tell my kid that like, I'll tell them about St. Nicholas when they're older. Um, also known as Santa Claus. And when it comes that time, I'm going to say, ask uncle Evan. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so there you go, Evan. You can tell them all about <laughs> Santa Claus. Right. So St. Nick will slap you if you don't please, talk about Jesus. Please do not tell them about the kids being kidnapped. Yeah. yeah. We'll, we'll go over this in detail more. <laughs> that's my place. That, that's that, my time. That help them to be good? Uh, I don't know. Yeah, no. That's yeah. that's gonna be there's gonna be some off limits topics. We'll we'll talk about it. We've got time. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so I I personally uh, never told my kids that Santa wasn't real. I also never told my kids that Santa was real. Hmm. Um, I did, however, challenge them to um, test it. So I come from science and and all that good stuff and whatnot. Um, so I came up with this whole thing where they, they were supposed to come up with a hypothesis and test it. Right. Um, mm-hmm. So if they don't think Santa's real, well, try to figure out how to prove that he's not um, prove that he is whatever you want to mm-hmm. do, like prove it. Like if you can't prove it, then draw your own, figure it out. Yeah. Like uh, it's up to you. And um, you know, now that they're older and we're Christian, um, it's been more focused on Jesus and whatnot, but that, that's what I did before. I, I didn't like the idea. Even then I didn't like the idea of lying. Um, and I still saw Christmas as a very, uh, Christian thing, not being Christian. It was still a Christian thing to be respected and whatnot, but even, even then. Um, so yeah, I, I kind of like that. I never, you, you make them think for themselves Yeah, and 100%. have to do research and have to explain it. I mean, yeah, that's, that's really cool. Yeah, you know, I kind of like that too. What about you, Kyle? How'd you grow up? Did your parents ever tell you? <laughs> I don't. I don't remember honestly. Um, the hard truth. I don't remember. No, I, I could tell you exactly who told me Santa's not real. Yeah, I remember right? that <laughs> crystal clear. It was my cousin. <laughs> but we were, and I think it might have been on Christmas Eve, but. I'm pretty confident it was in church. My cousin just went, you know, Santa's not real. I was like, what? <laughs> what, what do you mean? Life yeah, stopped you, at yeah. that moment. And it, 
no, it kept going, <laughs> kept going. But yeah, I know exactly. I could tell you exactly who it was. It was, it was my cousin. He told me Santa's not real, and <laughs> I remember that. I don't remember. I don't remember in my life who ever told. I don't remember anyone ever telling me Santa was real. Interestingly enough, I, I it must have been told to me because I was under the perception that he was real until. I was probably like five <laughs> my cousin told me that when he dropped that bomb i was young um i watched horror movies mm-hmm. uh even even when i was a kid i would lay there pretending like i was asleep as my dad would go to sleep and whatnot so he wouldn't move me or whatever and then he'd leave the tv on and of course late night tv horror movies come on on the channel that he fell yeah. asleep to so i would watch horror movies and uh, I remember Tales from the Crypt came on and there was one with Santa Claus going crazy and whatnot. So they had to tell me Santa wasn't real because I believed oh. Santa was crazed lunatic. Oh, to, my God. <laughs> Mike, Mike was like, Santa's coming. Santa's coming. <laughs> Lock the doors. <laughs> they were like, all right, we should tell. We should just tell. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That was awesome. That's I, was, so I was a little bit older. And uh, I caught my parents putting gifts down and stuff like that. And then it like, kind of really started to make me think because they're talking about Santa, but then their names were on the presents. Hmm. And I was like, this is weird because I saw you put that there and your name's on it. But you're telling me Santa did this? Like, <laughs> And I was, I was older. I was like nine. You were like, none of this is adding up, guys. No, it's not. <laughs> it's not. And all the kids were talking about it. I'm like. What? Yeah, I, yeah, it's starting to make sense now. Yeah, none of those. Cookies. I really messed with their heads during COVID. I would tell them like Santa was spreading, going <laughs> oh, to all the houses. <laughs> he would too, right? He needs to wear a mask. <laughs> <laughs> well, it doesn't matter if he's wearing a mask. He would have COVID all over him as he's jumping from house to house. He'd be giving me wear a mask on Christmas Eve when you go to sleep. I guess <laughs> is that where we're at. <laughs> This conversation has gotten away from us. Yeah, <laughs> yeah wear a mask, go to sleep. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. That's, that's beautiful. Milk, Milk cookies and uh, masks. <laughs> Milk cookies, masks. Yeah. <laughs> Hand sanitizer on, on, on the that's what, that's what his beard's for, right? That, yeah, it's really so. his mask. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Holds all the germs. All yeah, right. <laughs> Yeah, I, I don't know what um, what I'll do though. It's kind of how, how are you going to glorify God in it? That's that's what we have to focus on. And, I mean, this year is uh, going to be super easy because it's it's yeah, Sunday is, and it's a church day. But even You're, then, so now I'm married and I, I see my wife's family do Christmas totally different now. And they're they're believers. My parents weren't. So looking at how they do Christmas, they read uh, what was it, Luke, Luke one and two. To go over the account of his birth. Yeah. And um, right before gifts. Yeah. And then they say, hey, Jesus is the brings us the ultimate gift. And that's salvation. And then now go open presents or whatever. And they like freak out about <laughs> presents. And then presents. They're just, you know, they're just over here just like, just, just, just tell me I could open presents. Just tell me. Just tell me. You know, they're probably not paying attention. Yeah, probably but, a little distracted yeah. from the Luke story. But yeah. But even, like even the older nieces and nephews are there too. So as they grow up, I mean. They'll still hear it. So it's a every every year you do that. So, so they have that. Okay. I like that. We don't talk about Santa, but be kind of cool to dress like Santa and pretend to be Santa and break into your own home. 
and and, <laughs> and leave presents. I mean, that's that sounds kind of cool. So I'm just I'm just torn. I mean, I've always been the the fat jolly guy that everybody thinks is Santa. Yeah, yeah, my my that'd be kind of cool. Definitely have a Santa beard half the time. Um, well, all the time now, it never goes away. Um, With tattoos, yeah, yeah. I'm tattooed, tattooed Santa. Biker, <laughs> I'm the biker Santa, right? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> rain. It's not reindeer anymore. We're in the market. <laughs> <Yeah. now. laughs> Harley Davis. Mike on, his, Mike on his Harley, <laughs> breaking and entering with his COVID beard, <laughs> giving everyone presents. <laughs> it's a new story. It's amazing. I love it. Um, <laughs> But That's I mean, a story I'm gonna like, tell my kids until after, until you put your own culture into it. I mean, you gotta put COVID everybody into it. else did. Yeah, everyone else did. All the other countries did. So. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, there there is that. I mean, just being there for the kids and and being that one that brings the light to the their eyes and whatnot. Like there there is something to be said there, whether it's um commercial reasons or not i i think it's still done if i think i think you can still do it right to to glorify god i mean it is technically glorifying the symbol of santa claus which is saint nicholas which is a saint yeah. and, and, and you can still, tell a story yeah. yeah um so i think there's still a way to do it i've not um uh, but i th- like i've seen that light in a kid's eyes and I, I think it's absolutely priceless and I don't think anybody should take that away and we should be trying to do that as much as we can when we can um, and foster that imagination and all that good stuff in a constructive and creative way yeah I mean you, you'll have Christians that have their own way of doing it and I don't think I, sh- I should be the one saying hey you need to do this and you need to do it this way this is <laughs> yeah. the this is the correct way this of, is this is the correct way of, of telling, of, is, yeah, of telling your kids these about, are the ten commandments of Christmas <laughs> <laughs> so but, sayest <laughs> but ultimately the the main goal is to glorify God and yeah. to talk about Jesus um, rather you bring Saint Nick into it rather presents mm-hmm. and cookies and milk or Whatever that is, glorify God. And yeah. that's the whole point of Saint Nick. That's the whole point what he did. So we need to, to honor that. Now, what all the other history is, whether it's pagan, whether it's other religions, whatever that is, I say don't don't focus on it too much. Yeah. Don't don't dwell in that and say that's a terrible holiday. You should never do it. I think it's uh, it's an okay holiday. And no matter what, glorify God. Talk about Jesus every single day. Mm-hmm. That's all. Hundred percent. It. Um. It. I mean, it is what you make of it. Every day is. Um. So if you think it's a day to glorify pagan religions, then that's what it's going to be. Um. Yep. And if you use it as a day to glorify God, then wonderful. Wonderful. Yep. That's the goal. That's the, yeah. how you should be doing it. Yeah. As as we've been talking about. Yeah. Like you. You definitely want to glorify God and everything. And um. I love uh, Deuteronomy six six. It's a uh, favorite of mine these commandments that i give you today are to be on your hearts impress them on your children talk about them when you sit at home when you walk along the road when you lie down when you get up tie them as symbols on your hands and bind them on your foreheads write them on your door frames of your houses and on your gates and it just goes on um about that uh about different things but um we're we're supposed to be always talking about it so 
December 25th, absolutely talk about Jesus. Like, I like that Luke story, like, telling of the birth of Jesus, telling the early story. Um, let's not miss the focus of what about December 23rd, December 24th, December 26th. Yeah. <laughs> all days to yeah. talk about God at all times. Like, when you, when you, like the verse says, impress them on your children. Talk about them when you sit at home and when you talk, walk along the road. So, um, as you talked about, um, the pastor at Hutto who um, doesn't tell his kids about Santa Claus. Um, I, I kind of align with that. Like I, I don't want to lie to my kids either, but more importantly, are you telling them about Jesus? Are you telling them about God? Are you telling them about um, his commands? Are you telling them about the word? You know, it'd be really cool if we could tie an advent calendar into it. Yeah. Like, like each day yeah, coming up, like, okay. Exactly. Because we do advent calendars here and they, you know, get toys or whatever as don't they, they open them up. Don't they have those ones that have like verses or something like that? I believe they have that. I'm sure someone's created that. Yeah. Wonderful. There we go. Okay. <laughs> Probably Etsy or something. Right? <laughs> Amazon or, or so, someone has it. Marketing. Again. <laughs> <laughs> Marketing again. Someone, someone created something, putting the high price on it. Oh, yeah. It's $40 of this little advent calendar. Well, if it's on Etsy, chocolates. then I know I can make it myself. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's true. Yeah, like, that's a really good idea. Whoopsie. This is every day. This is, you know, in the month yeah. of December. We're talking yeah. about Jesus and leading up to, to this day. Right. But, it, yeah, especially if the, the, the verses or the gifts that you get out of it or whatever is stepping closer and closer and telling that story so that you know at the end on that 25th day, why you're opening presents, what, what you're celebrating, that kind of thing. Um, you know, I do little things around my house too. Like they're not allowed to have candy or whatever dessert or whatever until they, uh, say their daily verse, stuff like that. Um, to, and if you can come up with some way to make them like read the advent calendar in the morning and reiterate it at night or whatever, uh, that I think that would be a super cool way to tell this story throughout the month of December leading up to it and whatnot. So you can ultimately glorify God and still celebrate, um, in the more, I won't say traditional, but more commercialized way, but allowing that to all happen and leading up to it. That yeah. would be a really cool idea. That would be. And to, to your, to emphasize on your point too, like you, you could say, Hey, I'm not going to tell my kids about Santa Claus or I'm going to tell them the truth. But then not say Jesus. Like it's, there's people who say, well, that's a pagan holiday. I'm not going to touch that. Right. Like, yeah, but you're not glorifying God too. Like make sure you're glorifying God, talking about Jesus. Yeah. If you don't want to do that, that's fine. Just glorify God as well. Because you could do it out of hate. Yeah. So you could say, no, that's, that's not for me. Everything's bad. I had one person <laughs> yell at me. She's like, that's not Jesus' birthday. You know what? And that's not even his name. You know, like, like saying, this is, this is not true. Don't do it. You know, all this stuff. You know, you're, you're creating evil. I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. This sounds really bad. Yeah. Very controversial. Let's create creating division. Yeah. Yeah. Division, hate. Like We've this had this conversation stuff. before. Oh, yeah. Didn't we have the same conversation about Halloween? I think we did. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's all seemed very familiar. Yeah. Very familiar. Yeah. Right. I was like, deja vu. Is <laughs> Next episode. <laughs> Next the episode. New year. <laughs> but, uh, this is a throwback. <laughs> yeah. Wrap that up, yeah. I agree. It's uh, it's glorify God. That's what Saint Nick wanted. Amen. Amen. Yeah. We 
we didn't pray to start this up um do we do we want to pray to close out yes sir dear lord um i just thank you for gathering us together i thank you for this opportunity to be on this podcast i hope that you touch people with this that you uh spread your name through this um and just you get the glory out of this not not us um not our names um i hope all this fun lord just help all this fun that we're having to spread your word um you 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 get the glory you spread your word lord you use us however you choose and lord have your name be glorified it's in your name we pray lord amen Amen.